All right. Hello, everybody. This is Eric Lee Lewis, the Indie Luchador. And today I am joined by people that aren't actually friends of mine. This will be the first podcast that isn't with uh, game developer friends, but hopefully they do become friends over time because, well, somebody's decided to make the game that I've wanted for years and years now. We'll, we'll say decades. Yes. All I've wanted was Streets of Rage. And over time, of course, Streets of Rage never came around. And then Hotline Miami became my favorite thing in the world. And then somebody took those two things, put them in a bedroom, turned off the lights, <laughs> lit candles, and let those two games fuck. And they made Mother Russia bleeds. Today, <laughs> today I am joined by Fred and Alex. Hi. Hello. Guys, I, I don't know what I did to deserve this, but... How did it come to be that you decided to make the game that was perfect for me? <laughs> yeah, actually, it's your mom who called us uh, one year ago, <laughs> and uh, we really wanted to make you make you this game. Oh, <laughs> it's it was for your birthday. You you were not supposed to know that project anymore. You know. My mother never told me, and that's the sad thing. Unless Dennis Eden is my mother, which Dennis, if you're listening and you're my mother. Yeah, it's it's starting to be confusing for me, all the story. <laughs> Dennis is a he's got this ability to be my mother, and it's yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. She, Dennis is a beautiful mom. <laughs> he truly is. I it's probably the best. Beginning of an interview ever. <laughs> I have to say this. <laughs> I have, it, that escalated quickly. I I, uh, I appreciate that. Uh, about four years ago, when my first interview ever was with Edmund McMillan, and uh, yes. a big conversation that we had was about shitty dicks. Uh, I I knew that I had an interview career ahead of me. <laughs> yes, perfect. I have to listen to that. Oh, God, it can't even be found on the Internet anymore, which is sad. Oh, OK. And the person that has it. It's collector now. Yeah, it, it's like if anybody can find that, I'd be willing to pay money just to get okay. that interview back. I think it's on eBay now. I'm going <laughs> to look in for that right now. How about you just put out Mother Russia Bleeds first? I'll pay you in buying your game over and over again. OK. OK, that sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Fred, uh, you want to tell the... Yes, but I will be, I will be the, serious, the serious guy of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> we need one. So, yes. So, um, Mother Russia Blitz. At the basics, uh, uh, I, uh, I loved a lot Street of Rage. And, um, you know, Street of Rage, it was on Mega Drive, Genesis. <laughs> the, it's a good term for United States. And... Um, Console after console, I was always looking for beat them up. I remember on uh, the Saturn, I uh, I bought uh, Die Hard Arcade. It was uh, beat them up, mm -hmm. but it was cool. But it was not like Street of Rage. Uh, there was there, there was some lacks. After on PS2, I bought uh, Warriors, made by uh, Rockstar. Yes. I, I I loved it, but it was in 3D. There was a lot of problems with uh, control cameras, camera, I think. 
And, but it was a, a very good game. But it wasn't like Street of Rage uh, feelings. <clears throat> and uh, after that, I uh, used to work in uh, industry, I, uh, video game industry. I worked for Just Dance mm. for Ubisoft. And I quit uh, Ubisoft with uh, the... Um, I I, uh, the, I I just wanted to make uh, a new game, for, uh, an indie game. And um, I met Alex. Uh, Alex uh, was living, uh, just left uh, his past work in the advertising. In uh, a digital agency. Hmm? I was a web designer, basically. Ah, And uh, we, with uh, our girlfriends, uh, were working together. So uh, they they they, they uh, proposed to uh, to, uh, to to meet uh, ourselves to uh, make uh, a meeting between Alex and me during a barbecue, because uh, each one of us wanted to make uh, a video game. And uh, we talked about uh, Street of Rage uh, because, uh, as I told you, uh, it was uh, one of my favorite past game. And I don't think there is a new games uh, that are better than uh, Street of Rage for uh, for the the beat them up. You know, the beat them up with uh, beat them up mind. I mean, yeah, because there are, there are a lot of beat them up, but uh, I think it's not. Uh, in the with the spirit the beat them up spirit <laughs> yeah i'm totally with yeah. you because castle crashers quite frankly didn't do what it what i wanted yes. it to do <laughs> yes and uh, during this time uh, i was playing to to Atlanta, miami and i was so impressed by that game and i uh, i learned that uh, it was made by uh, a few team Two two uh, main uh, two main uh, guys, uh, Jonathan and Dennis, and uh, the, I think that uh, they they have uh, so they had some helps. Uh, I saw that in the in the in the credits, mm. but uh, it was just made with uh, a few a few people. So we we thought about it, and uh, we 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 thought that it would would be cool to mix to make you know. Uh, All beat them up, but with uh, a new uh, a new approach. Like uh, for me, Atlanta Miami, it was uh, like the first GTA with a top uh, top screen uh, top screen view, and uh, it's uh, just uh, the, a gameplay about uh, they they focused on the the gameplay uh, the shooting gameplay. There's no there are no, no cars etc. No gameplay about cars and etc. And they they had uh, a very good uh, gra graphics, really good music, and it's very very intense uh, experience. And uh, we thought it could be uh, a good uh, a good way to. Uh, to review uh, a, a game like Street of Rage, but more intense with, uh, um, you know, uh, a story with uh, more, uh, more more graphics, more universe, and uh, big, big music and uh, good music. So somebody like me looks at Mother Russia Bleeds. Yes. And I see the Hotline Miami in it. And... 
I like to think that I'm possibly the biggest Hotline Miami fan in the world. I, I'm, I'm absolutely crazy about Hotline Miami to the point where I played it over and over again, trying to figure out exactly what the story means. And being friends with Dennis now and, and learning all these different things that go into it, I almost look at Mother Russia Bleeds as possibly Hotline Miami 3, even though... Dennis and I, when we did that interview a month or two ago, said there would never be a Hotline Miami 3. Can Mother Russia Bleeds be Hotline Miami 3? <laughs> Seriously, Hotline uh, Miami is so big, you know, it's uh, I'm a fan of Hotline uh, Miami. I'm a fan of uh, Street of Rage and uh, it's uh, so huge. So uh, uh, personally, I have no... The uh, sorry, uh, the, the ambition maybe the ambition yes the ambition to be uh, like like that because uh, it it will be uh, so 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 huge for us it could it, if it could be that but uh, you know it's uh, so I'm not, I'm really <laughs> not sure it's this is the same experience because you I think you only saw uh, the nightclub level right uh, I. Yes, I've only seen the nightclub level. Yeah, so I am pretty sure um, players will be surprised by um, our different universe in the game. And we are not only focused on the Hotline Miami uh, soul uh, with um, crazy colors, crazy uh, psychedelic, psychedelic uh, stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. And we have some levels really different, uh, really more quiet, uh, strange. Uh, so I'm not sure we we really in the same way of Hotline Miami. We have we we are of course really inspired by this game, but uh, we we want to make our own game. So maybe some people will be maybe at some point. Of course, because it's going to be different. But I'm pretty sure you you're gonna like it. Oh, I I can tell I'm going to like it. I watched the uh, the, the basically I guess a let's play with IGN. Um, oh, okay. I, I was uh, I was shown this by by Fred. He's like, okay. go check this out, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch this, and I start watching it. I'm like, I'm gonna watch this again, and I'm I'm gonna watch it again, <laughs> and I I've watched it like four times now, and I'm just like, I I want this. I I want this more than anything right now. You have no idea. Like, okay, that's cool. I, I guess a good question to ask you because at the end of the year we have to do a game of the year choice, and as of right now. Because of my fandom for Hotline Miami, I, I kind of have to say Hotline Miami 2 is going to be my game of the year. But okay. it could go in strong contention if all of a sudden Mother Russia Bleeds is coming this year. So when will we see this beautiful, beautiful game that my mother, Dennis, told me about? <laughs> okay. Um, actually, we're talking about April 2016. But uh, it's really too soon to 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 give a release date. Okay, that's. Totally but uh, is this maybe, because Fork Parker is making you say this? Uh, <laughs> it's just make, because it's fucking long to create a game, and uh, <laughs> we had to create the the company. We had to sign with developer. We had to go to the E3, and it's a lot of time to organize it. 
So it's really long. And I know people uh, can't imagine how long it is to make a game like that. But I'm sorry about that. It's going to be taking a while. Oh, tr trust me. I understand. We're, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this publicly, but I'm going to say it. And if I get fired, I get fired. We're in pre-production on our next game right now. And yeah. we're not looking to release for like two years. So okay. I totally understand how long it takes to make a game at this point in time. <laughs> okay, cool. But... You know, I, I didn't realize how far along you guys are or if you guys are really short into this because it looks like a well-polished game, but of course not a lot has been shown. So that's why I wasn't positive as to what kind of time frame we're looking at. Yes, but you know, uh, when we met Devolver, I think it's uh, it was in the last... Uh, it was... Uh, when when they, they came they came in uh, October I think in October and we polished a lot one level to to uh, to uh, to show the, the game experience as we wanted to be at the end uh, of the production but but just one level and uh, now we are uh, working on new levels but. The, we we have to to reach the same level the same level of uh, of polished of polishing of course so when is it that you guys met with devolver because i have a lot of friends that have developed games and published through Devol through devolver and i had no idea you guys were with them until e3 oh cool Dennis is not a snitch. I knew that. No, Dennis is not a snitch. Dennis tells because, me things, but he didn't tell me about this. Ah, uh, cool. Because he's uh, he's the guy who told to Devolver about us. Oh, I I I know he did. It was it was obvious that like something was happening when he started tweeting <laughs> about Mother Russia bleeds, and I was like, Yeah, wait, Lay Cartel. <laughs> the uh, the symbol there. There's a uh, rooster head there. I was like, yeah. man, Richard, hmm, <laughs> there's there's this whole Russian mafia thing happening. I was like, Dennis, you motherfucker, you're bringing somebody else into Devolver somehow. Yeah, that's it. I, and I, I couldn't be more excited. I think that Devolver is the greatest publisher ever in the history of video games. So for you guys to get picked up by them, this is... This is a huge thing. I, I think that it's an absolutely amazing game publisher that goes above and beyond. If people knew what Devolver did for their developers, they'd probably have their minds blown. After yeah, being yeah. in Boston for PAX East and seeing everything that... like Nigel's one of the higher-ups in the company, and Nigel does everything he can to help out with the booths and making them look good and actually doing some... Uh, some work for the developers is an amazing thing to see because usually it's somebody behind the publishing studio that never shows up says oh here's here's some money and go fuck yourself yeah. give us the game mm. yeah it's terrible it's terrible it's just uh what made you side with devolver like i i'm sure there were a lot of companies that were interested why uh, not that much not that much actually we just received uh, maybe two or three propositions uh, and totally not in our universe 
So we didn't that uh, asked. I don't know if it's called in English, but uh, developer called us uh, in. Uh, I don't know. Uh, just after after their tweet about it was in, project. in June in June last year in June yes June June wow okay uh, and uh, so so they tweeted about us and uh, sent us a mail I think yes uh, just after that and that was it we were totally insane about that <laughs> really stressed. And um, we met uh, uh, Graham, uh, Graham Struthers. Graham is amazing. Yes, <laughs> and uh, he came in in my place uh, maybe one month later. I don't know. I'm not a calendar guy. And uh, that was it. Uh, he was uh, really into it, and uh, we kept contact with them, and uh, things happened. I, I can't believe you guys have been in contact with them since June, and I didn't know. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. My mind's just yes. blown by the fact that it was that secret. Yeah, that's cool. They're <laughs> professionals. Good God, are they ever? Like, they don't. You you would never think that because you you see them at conventions, walking by people and flipping them off, and then next thing you know. You just you figure out that they're consummate business people. Yeah. It's amazing. So, what platforms are you guys going to be releasing on? Uh, PC, Mac, Linux, and uh, PS4. Ah. And there is there are a lot of people who are asking us to make a PS Vita uh, game. Yeah. But uh, we have to think about it and uh, talk uh, with developer about that. Um, but uh, right now it's uh, PC for uh, PC, Mac, Linux, and PS4. And uh, yeah. yes, for for the for the first uh, part. This makes me very excited to hear. I <sighs> sorry. There's there's like <laughs> my excitement knows no bounds. I I you know if you if you came in France, you can play it. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, America, France. It's not that far away. <laughs> oh yes. You'll be you'll be welcome here. <laughs> I I'd, I'd have to take my. Uh, my boss with me so I could actually understand what was going on though, because he's the only person I know that speaks French. So I would totally have to do that. But, um, so, so you guys, now that you are announced to be with Devolver, are you guys going to start hitting all the different conventions? Like you're going to hit PAX prime and obviously those big ones, but when it comes around to next year, you're going to have all these cycles and working on the game at the same time. Are you guys going to be able to hit all the convention circuits for next year? Uh, we're sure to be at the Gamescom mm -hmm. and uh, PAX uh, East, I think. But uh, it's uh, that year for Gamescom and yeah. uh, uh, East. Next year, we don't know for yeah, the we, we don't know right now. No, you, you guys have to be there. I, I for for me and me alone, you have to be there. Like, okay, we should but we should yes. be there with our booth. I I'll spend time at your guys's booth instead. But <laughs> if we're gonna 
if we if we're going at these at those events, we can't work. So the release date will be pushed and again and again. You're killing me here, Alex. You're killing me. I'm I'm sorry about that. <sighs> we have but to work. Maybe maybe you will be present at the PAX uh, PAX Prime that year at Seattle. I, I am planning on it. Uh, I, I will not be working there. I will actually just be going there. So I, I definitely plan on it. Okay, cool. Okay. It, it could be a very exciting moment for me. I'll be the guy at your booth not leaving. And if security <laughs> drags me away, I'll be the guy crying. Okay, cool. So what is it that excites you most about your future? Like, after this, there's obviously going to be more because this game is going to be hugely successful. Like, and, and I, I hate to uh, to make you guys realize that, but this game is going to do amazingly well. Do you guys keep on continuing on from there, or are you guys going to take a break afterwards? It's fun because a lot of people, like really a lot of people, asking about the future. But what, what's the point here? We have to, we have the game to make. We the, the game isn't even finished, and a lot of people asking about the future. We don't even know when it's gonna be finished. So we don't have one minute to think about what's coming next. Let me let me put it to you this way, Alex. You guys are making my dream game now. You guys are going to make my next dream game after that, I'm sure. Okay. So, I mean, quite frankly, I'm... We're not real. You know that. You're dreaming. It's 5 a.m. and you're dreaming. You're probably right. (laughs) Also, I've been doing drugs, and if anybody kills me, they can steal the drugs out of my body. Oh, yeah. You know know that. You get that. Oh, no. I, I, I get that. I want I'm somebody's going to be like shooting up my blood. They're going to be pulling all my blood out of me just so they can stick it in themselves. Why? What what is the deal with this drug thing that you guys have going on? I I, I love this idea. It's it's an amazing thing. I I want to know what the idea is behind it though. That's good. Yes. Uh, you know, there is a drug um, in uh, in Russia, uh, which called Crocodile. Do you know it? I've heard crocodile. of it. Okay. So uh, when we, make, we made some research about the universe, we, we talked about uh, that drug. That drug, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a, a substitute to heroin, but uh, with bad effects. You, your uh, your body begins begins to to necro to necrosis to uh, to have necrosis. Mm-hmm. Your your yeah. body is uh, rot, rotting rotting. I think it's uh, the good verb. Yeah. Don't Google that. Don't Google crocodile. <laughs> Don't look up rotting so, bodies either. No. <laughs> Don't so we, Google crocodile. So so we put uh, that uh, that reference into the Mother Rochablis mix. And uh, we wanted to to uh, add uh, some gameplay about uh, that uh, drug. And uh, the first point, it was, um, you know, in uh, generally in uh, Bitzemol, you, you you have power ups. You can uh, pick up some uh, power ups. And we thought it could be cool to. Um, to have uh, uh, the, the, res- the, the resource, you know, uh, to, to get some health, we began to think it would be cool to, 
to use uh, the bodies of the enemies. When they, they die, you, if you are uh, quick, if you, you have uh, some skill, you can uh, go on them and uh, refill uh, the syringe to, uh, to, to get some liquid. And uh, that, uh, that, uh, that liquid uh, can uh, give you some health. You choose when you want to, uh, to inject some health. It's, uh, it, it was the first point. Just uh, using the enemies to uh, to get to get some health and uh, continue uh, the journey. Mm-hmm. And after we we tried to uh, have another effect. It's a berserk effect, and um, you you can inject uh, you know the choose between health or berserk. And when you are on berserk. You can, uh, you are faster, stronger. You can make uh, a special move like a fatality in Mortal Kombat. And uh, it's, uh, the the goal is to clean clean a place when there are a lot of enemies. You can uh, inject and uh, and uh, and kill faster the, the guys in with a, a big uh, psychedelic. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the sequence, you know, the, the music is uh, speed up. Uh, there is a, a filter on the, on the screen. It's uh, it's very um, it's like a boost. It's a, a boost. We want uh, you 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 understand that I, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, you're, <laughs> you're you're using perfectly normal words that we use here. So yeah. Okay. And uh, about the effect of the necros. Uh, we are working on it, uh, but uh, it will be, uh, I think, in the story. Uh, we are uh, <laughs> because you know uh, the the player, the, the characters that you control uh, were cobayes for for the for the mafia. Mm-hmm. One day they they were kidnapped and uh, get some experimentations by the mafia because the mafia is working on a on a drug, a new drug. And one day after the experimentation, they they wake up and they try to escape from uh, the, the lab. And after they begin they begin their journey of vengeance to uh, understand what uh, what happened, uh, where where is uh, who did that to them, etc. And uh, they are addicts. So. All, uh, all, uh, all during uh, the whole game, you need that syringe to uh, to uh, to take some health because it's a very uh, it's a difficult game. It's very hardcore. So yeah, you... all the game design is thought to be um, to to force you to use the the drug. You can survive without without using it. Yes. Is there a difference though to if you do or don't use it? Like in the end of the game, will that matter? We can't talk about that. Oh, don't oh. try, don't try, man! Please, don't do that. Oh, damn it! Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I know the I know you. I I get you. You're that kind of journalist. I'm not a journalist. I'm not a journalist. That's not I'm what joking. I do. I'm joking. Of course. No, I, we 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 always uh, working on the on the plot, and uh, we can't talk about the um, the consequences of all that. I totally understand. But uh, yeah, it's working progress. But we don't want to spoil you. It's your birthday gift. You, you know, that's something that I I haven't pointed out. Let me let me point this out real quick. 
<laughs> I, since I brought this uh, the podcast back per request of some Devolver Digital people, uh, since I brought this back, I, I've, I've quit doing the whole press thing. I actually do this just for fun now. Yeah, I, I know, man. It's 5 a.m. I know you do that for <laughs> my passion. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, but no, no journalist do that at 5 a.m. No one. It's really good to not be doing that kind of thing anymore. Like not having to be like, oh, I'm getting a scoop. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. getting a scoop. I'm, I just want to share my love for this industry. Like, I, I get to work in this industry now, and and I get to work with a team that I really love, and. Not what are you doing in that team? You are a programmer. Uh, no, I am. I am essentially the marketing guy. I uh, okay. I get okay. the game out there and uh, make deals with people and all this other kind of stuff okay. and get it to the the press outlets. So okay. I, I get to do that, which is wonderful. It's what I've always wanted to do, and I finally found a team that I love doing this for. So I, I needed to point it out to everybody. I am not press anymore. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, I know that, but I never made that clear, which is my mistake. And uh, th that was perfect timing for me to actually say I'm not press. <laughs> okay. So if you don't want to talk about something, I'm not going to push you to because I understand what it's <laughs> like working at a game company to not talk about anything. Yeah, but sometimes it's kind of hard because uh, we want to share our work. Uh, it's we 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 worked since uh, maybe almost two years now, and it was so frustrating to work alone in our room. And now we have a huge community, and uh, so many people are asking about the game and uh, what's uh, what's that, what's this, and it's really uh, it's really um, it's really cool to share. Uh, what you what you've done since two years and uh, it's really kind of dangerous because uh, sometimes we realized uh, man we 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 told that we didn't we weren't supposed to date that and uh, it's really dangerous sometimes oh, because God, we God. want to share it we want to share everything but we have to be patient and uh, we don't yes. want to spoil I, the, the we... gamers and we don't want to make wrong promises, you know. Yeah. There is a lot of things that we want, uh, we would like to do, uh, like uh, as you told, you know, uh, maybe a, a generative story. It's, uh, so so many things are possible to do, but uh, we have just uh, many months, any months to to finish the game, and we have uh, to focus on the the, the priorities. We would like to do it online with uh, many modes. If we have time, we will do that. But um, right now, we have uh, so big priorities. It's to uh, make the game, the different levels, have uh, a good uh, to continue to uh, to improve the core gameplay, to have uh, to to get a really good feeling when you are beating some guys, have different uh, enemies patterns, AI, and you know, we are, <clears throat> it's uh, our first game. Uh, we have uh, a little bit experience, uh, of course, but uh, it's uh, our first game as a team. So uh, it's, uh, it's so cool to, to, to uh, hear all uh, these uh, positive uh, feedbacks. It's uh, very exciting. It gives us a lot of courage. 
and uh, sometimes it's uh, it's uh, you know we don't want to make uh, to do a lot of promises to uh, because uh, we know that uh, the players uh, enjoyed uh, have some enjoy the game enjoy the the, the trailer and you know the, you have. Um, uh, you can imagine how big it will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope that it, it will be uh, so big, and we will do our best to, to do it. But we don't want to make uh, promises. For, uh, yeah, uh, of course, we, we obviously uh, afraid to disappoint the gamers. No, that's understandable because, like, I mean, uh, when we look back in the past, we had like Peter Molyneux telling us about Fable and how it was going to be this new revolutionary thing that nobody's ever seen before. And then it was like, well, no, Fable's a really good game, but none of the shit he said was going to be in there or revolutionize the RPG. None of that was there. So I, mm-hmm. I totally understand where you're coming from, and I feel like that's also the difference between independent game development and AAA game development. Is um, it, Since, since uh, you were open about the fact, Fred, that you uh, worked at Ubisoft, it, it's like Ubisoft. They, these guys promise us shit that never comes, and instead we get the <laughs> same experience over and over again. Yes, uh, Fred, Fred can't talk about Ubisoft. <laughs> oh no, that's that's fine. I I've worked no, with people in the past that have worked at Ubisoft, and they won't talk. I about can't. It. I totally can. I don't give a shit. There, I don't. I don't like what Ubisoft does. I I have no respect for. It. Not working in the press is amazing. I must say because now I can say these things, but it, Ubisoft is just they don't want to change anything, and that makes they me really sad. Want- I think they don't even want to create good games. Mm. Uh, they don't want to sell now. It's uh, obvious. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, they're the perfect example of the issue in the video game industry. Yeah, it, 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 exactly. Like, they should. Unless, uh, unless, I think, unless, like, uh, Bethesda, who, who gives this uh, feeling that they want to make a good game. Uh, I I love to. I loved their conference yeah. with uh, Doom and uh, Fallout and stuff. With we feel they want they love creating games and they want to make some good games. And I think Ubisoft totally don't. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple of uh, developers out there, like AAA developers out there that are amazing. That are that are actually yeah. trying to make the fans happy like um i i think avalanche studios is the best right now when it comes to triple a game development mm-hmm. like they're leaving the source code out there for people to dick around with just cause three when that comes out and yes. they want to make it easy for people to mod it. and that's that's really cool but at the same time, a lot of AAA game development is, well, here's the next Call of Duty, and uh, also we're here to announce mm. that for the next 10 years, every year, you're going to get another <laughs> one. And it's going to be the same fucking thing. JK, here's a fucking jetpack. Lol, lol, lol. <laughs> and that's that's annoying. Like, th- this is yeah, why... That, that's why, that's why uh, you we can't tell a triple A is fuck and indie game is cool because even in the indie game industry there's a lot of bullshit oh god yeah right now especially <laughs> yeah yeah so that's why we can't talk about a big thing like that uh, like uh, I don't know the English word you know generities uh, uh, generic yeah 
generic, yeah. It's just a case by case. It, it's just, it's one of those things that working in game development, it, it's sad to see, like, everything can go on the Steam store right now. And it's hard to figure out what's actually going to be good or not. And yes, it's a real problem now. It worries me for our next game that when that comes out, like now that we don't have to go through the green light process because we proved ourselves, it still worries me because it's going to be there and it's going to make everybody question, is this going to be another shitty game that's coming out? And like, it makes me worry for other developers and other friends in game development if they're going to have that kind of problem. But at the same time, we have like the whole refund thing, which I promise you right now, guys, I promise you, I will not get a refund on Mother Russia Bleeds. Okay. <laughs> promise. Okay, cool. Thank you. But now it's record. You know that you can't. You can't <laughs> do that now. Are you shitting me? Is this? Are you serious right now? No. Oh God. Okay. No. I was like, "Fuck." No. <laughs> Steam's ruining it again. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's becoming Desura. Uh, <laughs> 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 Anyways. Okay. So. Is there anything else about Mother Russia bleeds that you'd like to share? And also, Mexico bleeds, as I was told by Fred, would happen. <laughs> oh, we had a lot of jokes like that. African bleeds, friends bleeds. Yeah, but Mexico <laughs> bleeds needs to happen because, you know, I, I understand I'm the indie luchador, but I, I feel like there needs to be luchadors. Masked, Luchadores? Yeah, ma- ma- uh, masked mas- Mexican wrestlers. Like uh, guac- like guacamole. Guacamole, yeah. Like, okay. I yes. I go by Indie Luchador. That's just been my thing for, like, the last five years now, or four years or something. And everything needs Luchadores. It makes everything better. If there's a Luchador, it's better. We can't do a better game about Luchadores uh, after guacamole. It's the perfect game for that. That is true, but I love this game. But look at it this way: Streets of Rage Two had Max. Max was a professional wrestler. uh, Have you guys ever played Streets of Rage remake? Yes. Oh yeah, our programmer is a big fan. Okay, so Streets of Rage remake was amazing, and I ended up finding a mod for it where there could be a luchador mask on Max and. all of a sudden, Streets of Rage remake became infinitely better. Okay, mm. I'm telling you guys, luchadors make everything better. But you know what? My 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 perfect uh, vision of the future is the game is released, and it's a success. So we have some money, and we can work on it uh, as we want. And uh, if I can put some new characters, why not? I'm totally into it if we can. You put in uh you put in a luchador that you had to pay fifty dollars. Uh, probably for? not, probably not. But new characters, maybe if we can. Al- Alex, I don't know if I like you anymore. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just not in luchadors, guys. <sighs> Damn it, Fred. But we have some guys with uh, you know, uh, SM bondage masks. <laughs> It's kind of uh, it's it's masks. Uh, <laughs> fine, fine, that's acceptable. I'll take. That. Okay, <laughs> I can't do better, man. 
<laughs> you you make a luchador character, put it out for fifty dollars. I'll pay fifty dollars for it. Yeah, why not? I oh, okay. Here we are. Right. I'm totally into it. Me too. A luchador in a DLC. There we go. I'm in. <laughs> okay, Mexican DLC. All right. Is there anything else that you guys would like to share about Mother Russia Bleeds that you haven't shared yet? Um, that's a big question. <coughs> I don't know. Just thinking. Um, something. I want to. No, I don't. Um, it's too large. Uh, okay. Well then. We'll cut that part off. We're, we're done talking about Mother Russia Bleeds, everybody. Now I'm going to talk about the other thing that I started with bringing this podcast back. Why should people get into game development? There's, there's this whole thing where I see people that are really afraid to get into game development. Why is it that you think that people should give it a try for those people that are afraid to do it? Uh, the question is, how can you not, don't want to do that? It's it's uh, it's the perfect job. Like when you're a child, you want to do that. True. You want to make video games. It's uh, and in this industry, a lot of people uh, worked in uh, shitty places or with uh, for shitty bosses, and uh, we basically all have this uh, common thing. We were really disappointed by the by our career, career or our last jobs, and we want to enjoy working. Yes, and I think we are, you know, we have a privilege. So, it's uh, for example, for my part, I used to work uh, to create uh, video games uh, since uh, for six years. And of course, uh, right now it's uh, the, the best uh, because we are working uh, with Devolver. But uh, I'm not sure that uh, making video games it's, uh, is uh, so cool uh, for... Uh, it, it depends. It depends on the situation, the, situation, the context. So, for example, with Devolver, as indie developers, it's, we are making our own game. It's really cool. But uh, I know a lot of people who are working in the video games industry, and they they are paid uh, uh, pity. They and they they don't uh, they don't do what they want. They are very oh, sure. frust- frustrated. So it it depends the context. Uh, when uh, by the past, uh, sometimes I was thinking about leaving that uh, that industry because uh, I was working a lot. Uh, uh, I was uh, very bad paid, and um, that's Ubisoft. I, uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no name. But uh, and uh, right now it's so cool. But uh, the, the the thing that uh, I learned um, by uh, working on the Mother Russia Bleeds, it's uh, when you want to make an indie game, it's it, uh, it's very very hard work. And uh, you need to be passionate, and uh, you have to, you know, to be, uh, you have to, to have uh, some stamina, uh, <laughs> stamina, endurance. <laughs> I don't. Know yeah, yeah. No, I, I really want to be clear about that. I, I didn't say uh, making a video game is a dream. I thought the question was why people 
do want make video games. Yeah, like why why should they? Like I I I think that both of what you guys are saying is is absolutely correct. Like obviously it can't be all good, but it's also not going to be all bad. I mean, yeah, it's an industry. Yeah. Exactly. Like there's a reason why when I talk about video games, I say the industry because it is yeah. an industry. You're making a product. Yeah. And you know, if let me let me put it this way. If you get into indie game development, you can take the project wherever you want to. And then, you know, you've got the other extreme. If you work at a, a bigger AAA company, you might be put on something like um, with Batman Arkham Asylum. Uh, there was that <clears throat> that guy said he spent like 100 hours just working on the cape physics for Batman alone. Yeah. <clears throat> and he got tired of looking at that bullshit cape eventually. <laughs> but like the, the the point is like if you're going to work at a AAA company, that might sour you on the industry. But when you get into indie game development, of course it's going to be really hard. You're you're not going to have a whole shit ton of money. But if you're making a product that you love, yes. In the end, that's what matters. Like you put out something amazing. You you start working on something, and you're like, "Hey, you see that guy over there? We're gonna make that game that he's always wanted." Which is the the situation that we're in right now. Like, yeah, you mm. guys, you guys are making that thing that I've wanted for about a decade and a half now. <laughs> so yeah, we we have we received a lot of questions like that from the from parents or children or you know teenagers, and we can't uh, say we an example. We are we are totally an exception. Uh, we had a lot of luck, and we work our ass off uh, during two years uh, without money. We, during one year without money. Mm-hmm. So it's terrible to say that to children like, okay, it's cool, but we are not uh, a classic case. Uh, the majority of indie developers are in really troubles about money yeah. because it's, it's, there's so much indie games now if you want to, to be seen and to be... Um, published or something you really need to create something special and it's really difficult but the thing is do you want some money or do you want to enjoy working and enjoy get out of your bed and uh, making your patient real so it's always the same subject i think the the, the thing is in our team um if Fred uh, never worked in Ubisoft, uh, that game could, couldn't exist because he, ha- he had a lot of experience as a game designer and he saw how it works, how a game is created and he brings that in our team. So triple A uh, big industry, uh, big society, big companies isn't a bad thing to progress and to uh, evolve and to learn, but you have, at a moment or another, you have to create your own your own thing, 
I think it's really important. Perfect. Absolutely perfect <laughs> way to put it. Okay. All right. I'm gonna, I got one last question for you. Yeah, I, I really need to eat, so you're you're not you're not allowed to eat. I'm dying on my chair you're, right now. You're not allowed to eat. You need to finish this game for me. You can't eat, okay? Okay, okay, right. I finish it. <laughs> okay, last question. Lake Cartel. Yep. The symbol you guys use. Is it a nod to Hotline Miami? Is it or is it not? Oh on uh, what way? Richard, it, de- it depends. You, the the rooster, and in fact, you know, in France, the the rooster is a symbol. It's, uh, for example, uh, in the soccer team, the French soccer team, it's a rooster. Mm-hmm. The rooster is the French symbol. Yes, and uh, by the way, so, I, I find it hilarious that you said soccer. I understand I'm American, but I, I watch football. And ah, yes, soccer, soccer. Ex- excuse me. No, 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 no. <laughs> you you said soccer. I, I I since I watch it, I don't call it soccer, and I used to play it, so I, I just don't call it soccer. I call it football, just like you guys. Usually. Okay, cool. So cool. I just found it really funny that you said soccer. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we totally into the. USA uh, culture now. Oh, oh God, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> well, the, what you guys need to do at PAX, since I'm sure the Free Lives guys will be over as well. Yes. Go out to eat with them and then go out to bars with them because. Oh, yes. It, it, Ron, Ron and Evan are the most fun to go out to bars with. We ended up spending like two hours trying to find the perfect bar. We ended up in a shitty part of Boston at a place that was called the Druid because Ruan says, and I quote, the Druid, that's a dark name. Sounds really fucked up. Let's go there. Yes, that's the spirit. I love it. It turned out it was actually a really nice place. Super <laughs> tiny and had the best beer I've ever had in my life. So, yes, good choice sure. on him. But God damn it, his thought of going to this nasty part of town just to go to a bar was hilarious. Yeah, yeah I can't wait to meet them. I'm They're, big fan of their games. They are the absolute best people you will ever meet. And and Evan looks like actually awesome. the Crossing Souls guy are awesome too. I have not met them yet. I am working. Okay. I'm working on that. But They're awesome. I just outed myself on that, but I'm working on something trying to get them on. Okay. I'm excited to talk to them. They're they seem like yeah, they're really really awesome. The, better than Dennis, of course, but it's different. <laughs> it's a totally different style. <laughs> no, Dennis is the worst. And that yeah. uh, that horrible don't, noise. Don't call your mom like that. <laughs> That hor- you punish that ho- young man. The horrible noise that he makes in his band as well. Oh Jesus! I I don't know really his music. Oh God! I know his music. I love the uh, fucking Werewolf Asso. It's uh, it's the best. It's, uh, yes, I love it. It's uh, so so cool. And did you play? Uh, you know, uh, fucking keyboard. Uh, fuck, I think it's a fucking keyboard assault. Uh, you know the game. Yes, of course the- I did. Yes, uh, it was uh, very, very original. I uh, I liked the. It's like an interactive clip, and it's so so cool. It's, very, really cool. It's really fucking good. Uh, Alex, you need to listen to fucking Werewolf Asso. They are 
Okay, okay. Right now, they're probably my second. You know, band. it's not my music, right? I, but I'm going to do it. I that. don't care if it's your music or not. You're going to okay. love it, and you're going <laughs> to. Okay. It's the best. I, I mean, what you guys didn't hear in the beginning, because of course it gets edited later. Uh, fucking Werewolf Asso opens and closes the show every time. So, uh, okay. it, absolute amazing band. Dennis is a fucking god. I love that man to death. <laughs> yeah. So, so the answer to the question was that no, it, it basically has nothing to do with uh, Hotline Miami, like the, no. the symbol. Ah, the symbol. Uh, actually, we didn't talk about that. It, we uh, Mother Shabbat is totally inspired by this game. So Le Cartel is just made from Mother Shabbat. So of course, it's totally inspired. And Dennis told me when he saw it, he told me, "What the fuck?" <laughs> But uh, we didn't think about it. <laughs> We're inspired by them, like all the time. Every time we're walking, it's uh, Hotline Miami is our reference. So, of course, it's really inspired. We can't tell. No, it's obvious. Good. That's an amazing thing to hear. <laughs> and now Dennis is totally um, in contact with us. And he, we sent um, some, uh, some bills and he tested it and gave us his feedback. So... Is really really cool and is really uh, close to the project now. Yeah, I I, I kind of figured that. I, I I didn't know if I should say anything because it seems as if he's working pretty closely with you guys right now. He's not working with us. No, okay, course. sorry, working was the wrong way to put this. No, no, it's it's for him. I don't want to reveal some informations. <laughs> who was all wrong, but he helped us. Yeah, I mean, he's he's given us feedback on a couple of things, yes. and then yes. as a as a cool little thing, he actually let us put his he let us put the car from Hotline Miami into our game, which was really fucking yes. cool. And yes, he's like, hey, it's a good game. It's a, it's really good. No, like, <laughs> awesome. I was like, can we can we uh, take the Akato GT? And he's like, yes, you can. So that that was an exciting moment to have that little crossover in there, and then uh, we redid one of the sprites. So when you're driving the car, you end up putting on the uh, Aubrey pig mask. So yeah. just really fucking cool things like that. He, he's a good dude, and he's a good person to go to for feedback on your game that you're working on. He's yeah, I, I don't really glad about it. Yeah, like I don't think anybody out there really realizes the influence that Dennis can have and, and how much he can help somebody else out. He's, mm. he's an amazing person. He's super selfless. He's, he's great. I, I need to quit yeah. kissing his ass. I need to talk bad about him. Like I do the free lives guys. Fuck, fuck free lives, by the way, <laughs> horrible people. Oh, <laughs> we don't, do, we don't know them. Yeah, the I can't wait until you meet them. When, when you meet them, kiss them on the mouths because They're great people. I'm telling you. Ah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and end this. Inter this is this an? Yeah, technically it's an interview. I'm going to end this interview. I, I I sincerely sincerely want to thank you guys for joining me. I've wanted to do this interview for like the last four to five months, and I finally, <laughs> I, I I finally got it, and I was excited, and I'm even more excited now than I was before. I. 
can't thank you guys enough for joining me, and I can't thank you guys enough for making Mother Russia Bleeds because. <sighs> thank you, man. It's really, really appreciated because it's giving us the motivation to work. Well, everybody. Go check out Mother Russia Bleeds. Uh, you can go look at it and marvel at it and uh, pull down your pants and tug on yourself at motherrussiableeds.com. Uh, you guys, you can you can follow them on Twitter. I believe you guys are just at Mother Russia Bleeds, right? Uh, just Russia Bleeds. Oh, just Russia Bleeds. Okay, that's it. It was too long. I, I should have known that. I really should have. But I didn't. Um so go check out all of that and uh you know in the next year pay attention to the steam store and, and go buy it pre-order it pre-order it and tell them you want luchadors for 50 dollars ah come on <laughs> and well come on I, i've been doing this to 60 dollars six oh god you're fucking okay you know what you make maybe th- i'm gonna make a kickstarter about the luchador guy that's fine with me I'm totally cool with that. I I bought the Hotline Miami Special Edition or Hotline Miami 2 Special Edition. Uh, I'm buying the Hotline Miami Collector's Edition that comes with both games. I don't... don't, I'm willing to... Tattoo now? Not yet? Uh, Actually, uh, I can't say anything about that yet because that's a surprise for Dennis. But now that it's out, it's... Yes. Oh, sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Now you're the press. Good job, Alex. Yes. I get it. It's not that complicated. <laughs> so, I, I, you guys release a special edition eventually. I will. I will buy the fuck out of it. <laughs> Thank you, man. Uh, I guess you can check out more of my ramblings online. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Indie Luchador. Um, SpiderDoc.net, which is probably where you're listening to this now. If not, you can find it on Stitcher and who knows where else. Also, I, I stream. I've been streaming this morning and all sorts of shit since I got home. So uh, Twitch.tv slash Indie Luchador, I think. I don't know. Do your thing. Do what you want, people. For now, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And uh, thank you guys for joining me and Ole. We're just following you now. Thank you much. Thank you so much. Thank you.